everybody who's doing good and may God richly bless you. Just a quick note on the pregame, that last video I showed you with uh, Charlie Crist, uh, gubernatorial candidate from, of course, the Democratic side here in the state of Florida. I honestly have never seen a video where somebody shines anybody's rear end as much as I just saw Charlie Chris do for Joe Biden. I, I mean, literally, that even the CNN host was actually physically and visibly uncomfortable with how much he was bootlicking and butt-kissing Joe Biden and shifts seamlessly over to Barack Hussein Obama. And, and, and remember, Charlie Chris used to be a conservative Republican at one point in time, which just shows you how fake people can be. Just a quick note on that. Speaking of Biden, we'll hop right into this. Of course, everybody is talking about him paying off student loan debt. And just to set the parameters for this, set precedent for it, set the foundation for it, everybody needs to remember something. We are $31 trillion in debt. We will be somewhere close to $32 trillion in debt by the end of this year. Joe Biden has been bragging now for the last several months that he is cutting what they call, of course, deficit spending, which, of course, is very different than the national debt. Deficit spending is whatever they spend over what taxation brings in. Think about that. Think about a politician bragging about cutting the amount they spend over what they get instead of just spending what they get, which will be $5 trillion this year. Do you realize that our, the size of our federal government is larger than more than 20 countries in the world? It's, I believe, it's 23 or 26. I can't remember, and I don't want to give you the wrong number. But credit Dan Bongino. But it's, it's that size. That's the size of our federal government is larger than 23 or 26 countries in the, on the planet. That's how large we are. And we will be somewhere between 31 and $32 trillion in debt by January of 2023. And yet Joe Biden, and he's been saying, you know, I'm cutting a trillion dollars off the debt or however much it is. But the amount that he's actually cutting, he's now re-spending. Remember, it's, just not, it's not a cut. It's, it's a cut in increase. It's a cut in overage. It's not a cut in spending. And in, in the comparisons aren't even, they're fair because they're fair in one way because all that deficit spending was for COVID and there was no need for it. So now that there's lesser of a need for it, even though there never was a need for it, he's cutting spending. And you just have to like speak in Washington, DCEs to even have a conversation about this. So all the spending that he allegedly is cutting, most of it is now going to go back. It, matter of fact, I believe that it's all of it. Because it's somewhere in the, in the realm of $329 billion that he wants to give to, give to stu former students, people who finished college, didn't finish college, to pay off their student loans. Everybody who's ever paid a student loan off gets nothing. People who don't attend college never will attend college. And by the way, college outside of like medical school, outside of, of uh you know, accounting school, things like that actually teach you something because most of these people, you know, got a bachelor's or master's or PhD in gender equity studies. Now, now people like you and me will be taxed. There is no, there is no eliminating these loans. Every debt has to be paid by somebody. It's either paid by the lender or it's paid by the borrower. 
There is, there is no free lunch. But what's funny about it is the precedent was set a long time ago. Well, it's not a long time ago. It's 2021. This is Nancy Pelosi. And she thinks, she says, people think the president has the power to relinquish student debt. Does he? Play it for me. People think that the president of the United States has the power for debt forgiveness. He does not. He can postpone. He can delay. But he does not have that power. That would that has to be an act of Congress. So just like Barack Obama, who said that he did not have the authority to grant amnesty to illegal aliens, he went ahead and did it anyway. And now, of course, Nancy Pelosi, and this is 2021. So Biden, what she was doing, Biden was the president then. Which what she was saying was they didn't think they'd get it done and they wouldn't be able to get it done because it wouldn't pass through the Congress and the Senate because it's printing another $329 billion out of thin air. These are, this is not a loan. There's no gold behind it. It's not a loan. It's just printed by the Federal Reserve, putting another three to $400 billion on our $31 trillion debt. And she said right there, the president doesn't have the authority to do it, but now is rejoicing in the non-fact that he does. Jen Psaki basically said the same thing. Play it for me. Um, but what about President Biden's campaign to forgive or cancel a $10,000 in student debt? Pardon me. Um, you know, what is the message to those people who feel uh, that he's yet to follow through on that promise? If Congress sends him a bill, he's happy to sign it. They haven't sent him a bill on that yet. That would be correct because Congress owns the purse strings. And by the way, the Republicans all need to remember that in 2023 as we have our hearings and we control the purse strings. That way, the funding for 87,000 new IRS agents will never happen. But Jen Psaki just said it right there. Why hasn't Biden come through with his campaign promise to send $10,000 to every gender equity study major that's ever existed on the planet of the, uh, on the, in the United States that hasn't paid their college debt like they're supposed to? Well, she, he's, she basically said he can't because Congress has not sent him a bill. Now, how does this land on Americans? This is a while back, but this is, this is in 2020 because the Democrats are always using this. And let's make sure that we understand something. This is simply Joe Biden buying votes. Again, third world republic. That's where we are, third world banana republic. Joe Biden buying votes from really his number one supportive constituency right now, which is college age Males and females, primarily females, that's who's actually supporting Joe Biden. He's losing vast swaths of support in the Latino community and in the African-American community, especially African-American males. He's losing vast swaths of support in the suburbs because they're no longer safe. So he has people who are walled off, triple, quadruple vaccinated, masked, at, you know, attending, you know, Wesleyan College somewhere in northern Pennsylvania that love Joe Biden. So he's sending them now $10,000 each to make sure that he shores up his base. That's all that this is about. And I'm not kidding. That's exactly what he's doing because why would he suddenly basically do basically <clears throat> enact this under executive fiat right here in late August, basically September, about two, three months prior to the election cycle where he's about to get demolished. And don't believe all any of the polls that tell you that's not going to happen because it is going to happen. But where does this land on Americans? Again, a little bit of an older video, just two years old, though. It's a man actually confronting Pocahontas Liz Warren about the impact of paying off student loan debt. Play it for me. What can you 
And that's exactly how these people are. And let's go over what that guy said real quick. Is it, very simple. If you have neighbor, you know, neighbor next to neighbor, one neighbor, say they just have the exact same amount of college debt. They owe hundred grand in college debt. And by the way, there's people who owe hundreds and hundreds of thousands, and Joe Biden is sending them at least ten thousand dollars each. So he, he and his buddy, let's just say, you know, Bill and Steve, Bill, Bill and Steve, Bill worked double shifts, paid off his daughter's student loan debt. While Steve had the same debt, and they even say their dollar, say their daughters went to the same exact college, same exact debt. Well, Steve didn't pay any of it off, went off on vacations, paid the bare minimum, paid off the interest, whatever it is, still owes, let's say, you know, $67,000 on it because he didn't pay it all off. It's 10 years into the debt. He just had a great time with just paying the minimum. Now his gets paid. Steve's gets paid. Bill, who worked double shifts, gets nothing. That, that, is the, that, that right there epitomizes the Democratic Party. It epitomizes actual, actual evil because of how unfair it is. One person works their butt off to pay off the exact same debt. One person doesn't. So the government comes in and pays for laziness. Pays the slacker. One who is slack in his work is brother to one who destroys. Proverbs 18.2. And yet, of course, the Democratic Party acts the opposite of scriptural command, of course. Now, see, now you saw her callous response. He asked her, so I paid off all my debt, worked double time. My neighbor didn't, he went off and bought boats and went on vacations. So now you're going to come through and, and pay off his slackitude. But, and, 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 he, and, she go, and he asked Liz Warren, are you going to, you know, you're going to, am I going to get a check? Am I going to get paid? And she goes very callously, of course not. As if it's logical. As if it's logical at all that she's going to pay off the debt of somebody who, through laziness, didn't pay off their debt and not pay the person who actually paid off their debt through hard work. That's the Democratic Party. Well, here's another one. This is Education Secretary. The entire Education Department of the federal government needs to be completely and totally removed, along with the IRS, along with the FBI. Think about all that we could save. Again, like I told you earlier, our federal government is larger than over 20 countries on the planet. We just need to eliminate all of these departments. Well, I don't want anybody to lose their job. You know what? Bull crap. Let them all lose their freaking jobs. You know, there are a bunch of people who stand around and do nothing. They've never had a real job in their life except from bouncing from one establishment, deep state job to another. One bureaucratic position. These high, they have these like assistant secretary of the secretarial educational secretary. I mean, that, that's how it is in the federal government. You ever get down into their titles? That shows you how useless they are. I need to do a list of those things. I mean, I'll sick Aaron on. He'll have me a list of 20. 
But it's our taking back video. Ducey asking Education Secretary uh, Miguel Cardona the basically the same question that was asked Liz Warren. Play it for me, Tommy. But just to, the final one on this. Sure. The people that already paid their student loans, right. they don't get anything out of this deal. Right. That's right. Okay. <laughs> That's right. They get absolutely nothing. Breaking 9-11 video. Reporter, is this unfair? Now, here's Joe Biden's response. Is this unfair? Play it for me. Is it fair to people who paid their student loans or chose not to take out loans? Is it fair to people who, in fact, uh, do not own multi-billion dollar businesses that they seem want these guys to give them all a tax base? Is that fair? What do you think? What about people who paid their loans, though, struggled to pay their loans, and now others don't have to? Gee, what a great response. That makes a whole lot of sense, doesn't it? Absolutely no sense whatsoever. Now, here's an interesting thing I didn't know until yesterday. Charlie Kirk tweet, Harvard is sitting. Now, we're at, the question is, why is not the, the schools that are named here, Harvard, Yale, and Princeton, why are they not paying off? And by the way, just so you know, I haven't found out the number yet, but tech, the University of Texas is bigger than all three of these. Harvard is sitting on, a, on top of a 54 Billion dollar hedge fund they call an endowment that they pay zero taxes on. You just heard Joe Biden talking about how I'll switch into Bernie Sanders. Billionaires and millionaires need to be paying their fair share in taxes. And that's why he's allegedly giving money back to millionaires and maybe even billionaires and certainly rich people because most of the people that have gone to college have above average income. And yet, of course, here comes the Democratic Party. Let me just say this real quick. Just so everybody knows, the illusion should be gone for anybody watching this podcast. The rich people are the Democrats. The rich, the, the, the conglomerate international business owners, the Amazons, the Apples, the Microsofts. Aaron, you think of any other ones? Shout them out. Facebook. Anything else you have? Just shout it out. Coca-Cola. What was that? Google are all owned by liberals. You guys, I don't think I could come up. I don't even, Aaron, you think of one? Aaron, Tommy, you think of one? Hope, you think of one? I can't think of a company that's owned by a conservative outside of Chick-fil-A. Don't tell me Walmart. Walmart's horrible. They're inst- Walmart's instituting every single Democratic Party uh, principle that they possibly that could possibly uh, put into place right now. They're actually, they're actually just instituting all of it, whether it's gender equity or anything else. So there is the, the, the whole rich versus poor, which is Republican versus Democrat. Republicans are rich and the Democrats are not. This is a bold-faced lie. Liz Warren is a multimillionaire. Joe Biden, multimillionaire. Socialist Bernie Sanders, I believe he's up to his fourth house now, is a multimillionaire. Ilhan Omar, multimillionaire. AOC, multimillionaire. And of course, listen, there's multimillionaires on the right too. But they don't act like champions of the poor. It's just—it's absolute lies. The Democratic Party is the party of the bourgeois elitist rich. Look at who's, who, who does Hollywood support? All right, back to the Charlie Kirk tweet. Harvard is sitting on top of a $54 billion hedge fund. They call an endowment that they pay zero taxes on. Yale has 31 billion, 31, oh, there's four here. Stanford, 29 billion. Princeton is the poorest of all at 26 billion. Elite schools sit on, 
on a gold mine, but the middle class will foot the bill for the student loan forgiveness. Yeah, there you go. Well, why doesn't Harvard just, I mean, Harvard's sitting on top of $54 billion. Why don't they just pay off everybody who owns, who owes Harvard tuition fees or anything else? Pay them off out of your $54 billion? Absolute hypocrisy. And again, it's not hypocrisy, it's hierarchy. The now the working class will pay for Harvard, Princeton, Stanford. They'll pay for all of their student debt. The working class from the people who say that they're champions for the working class. You wanted to, I love Thomas Massey. Thomas Massey, speaking of somebody who's brilliant, went to as an MIT graduate. It loves to break down the numbers so that people truly understand it. Because once you're operating in the billions, and especially once you're operating in the trillions, we actually you can lose your footing. You can lose your, your grasp of how ginormous this amount of money is. You just lose your grasp of it. You lose your understanding of it. The 87,000 new IRS agents will have to find an additional two point, uh, will have to find an additional 2.9 million tax dollars each to fund Biden's $250 billion student loan giveaway, which by the way, that's a low number. Many people have it more at $329 billion. Depends if these bills are so purposely ambiguous to avoid accountability. Leave that up for me. I need those numbers. So these bills are purposely, purposely ambiguous. So people, it's very difficult to actually track where the money goes. It's actually difficult to understand the bill. It's all done on purpose. So think about it. So they hire... 87,000 new IRS employees, which are both eight, both, both agents and administrative workers, so they can come after you. If you own a car wash and you didn't pay 14 cents in taxes, you'll end up paying, you know, uh, five, $6,000 in attorney's fees and fines. The 87,000 new IRS agents will have to find an additional, get this, 2.9 million tax dollars each to pay for Joe Biden's Student loan forgiveness program. 2.9. Now think about how huge those numbers are. 87,000 IRS agents just to pay for Joe Biden's student loan, a student loan bailout. They actually have to find 2.9 billion each out of 87,000 people. See, people forget about what a billion dollars is. What is a billion dollars? A billion dollars is a thousand millions. A trillion dollars is a thousand billions. We think we forget about we're 31 trillion dollars in debt. One of those trillions is a thousand billions. Every billion is a thousand millions. That's where we are. And the Republicans and Democrats are both up because you see, you can bring it back to me totally. Oh, you are. You need to remember something. This is a uniparty. When we started in 2000, after Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton amassed the largest debt in history of almost a trillion dollars. But he was just one trillion, to his credit, one trillion. But here comes George W. Bush, alleged conservative. He's not. None of these people are conservative. They wear conservative titles. They pass an occasional conservative uh, you know, conservative bill or conservative measure. They speak conservative ease all to lend themselves credibility as a conservative so that you continue to vote them into power 
so that you feel like that you have a say as they advance the leftist narrative, leftist agenda. Does everyone understand what I just said? All right, I want to make sure that's clear because that's all a Bush is. That's all a Romney is, a Murkowski, a Sass, a Collins, sometimes even sometimes a Rubio, and many others, of course, McConnell and Lindsey Graham. That's all they are. They, they speak conservative. They have the veneer of conservatism, but they're, and, they, and, they, and they will pass a occasional conservative thing and even put on conservative justice because they have to give themselves credibility as a conservative. Because if they don't, you'll vote in real conservatives and actually stop their actual agenda, which is globalist leftism, which is actually globalist authoritarianism. You know, global authoritarianism doesn't sound like you know, they, they, it sounds like you're a politician, not a pastor. No, it's Revelation chapter 13. We are to be the restraining of this global authoritarianism that will usher in the mark of the beast. All right, where am I at? Disclose TV. Just do this in here in the Biden section of the show. Jill Biden just tested positive for COVID again. She's quadruple vaccinated. I'm surprised that she has not issued the statement. The oath of allegiance. I'm surprised that it hasn't come out. The oath of allegiance that she says, I am thrilled I'm vaccinated. I'm thrilled that I'm vaccinated four times against the virus I currently have. I'm amazed she has not sent out the oath of allegiance because Klaus Schwab wants you to do that. And certainly her husband does too. And let me just say this to you. I don't know how much I'll get to this because it's just starting to pop out now. It's starting to come out. The FDA is now starting to blame Donald Trump for the vaccine. Came out in Politico that they were pressured into uh, allowing the vaccine or, or however you want, putting out the vaccine from the Trump administration as well as pressured to uh, allow the use of hydroxychloroquine. They're going to, they're trying, again, this, I put this out on Twitter yesterday. This is why you don't collaborate and cooperate with demons because demons will always turn on you. And, you know, Alex Jones put it out. I, I keep forgetting to put it on the show. I don't know why I actually have it. But Alex Jones put out a message to Donald Trump just calling on him in an emergency fashion to get ahead of this vaccine. Oh, you got it, Aaron. You're the best. Put Play that for me. Alex Jones here, issuing an emergency warning to President Trump. Not a warning out of any desire to hurt you, President Trump, but to save your important legacy and hopefully ensure you can get back into the White House coming up in 2024. We know the election was stolen. We know the deep state's trying to set you up any way they can. We understand that you are a lion surrounded by hyenas. But the number one issue that is going to end up biting you in the ass like nothing else is the experimental shot that Fauci and Bill Gates and Burks and the rest of them convinced you would actually save millions of lives and get the economy going when they had brought out their lockdowns. I know why you did it. You've done so many other great things for this nation and I admire you and I appreciate you and I want to support you for president. But Ron DeSantis is coming out and admitting that the vaccines don't work because now the CDC and others have been forced to admit that. Even as now even the CDC is backhandedly acknowledging that the shots aren't preventing people from getting infected. 
We have Deborah Burks coming out and saying she knew the COVID vaccine wouldn't protect. We have Walensky, the current head of the CDC, coming out and saying that they were wrong about all this. We made some pretty public mistakes and we need to own them. This admission came after the CDC received the findings of an external review she ordered of the agency. The CDC says the review found the agency's COVID guidance was confusing and overwhelming. But you are still out there saying, no, it's great, and you're proud of it. Now that they've admittedly set you and America and the world up with an experimental drug they rolled out of gene therapy against the general public, it is critical for you to decouple from these people like Bolsonaro and other leaders like Viktor Orban have done saying, hey, at first we were for this, we thought it might help, but now we know it doesn't work, it's a fraud, and we need to put the brakes on this. President Trump, I care about you. I know you mean well, you're a very smart man, but they're coming after six month old and up babies with these dangerous shots. And that's what they're, and now not only are they doing those things, but they're, but they're now actively trying to blame him for the vaccines, saying that they pressured, that, that the Trump administration pressured the FDA to release the vaccines. This is, this is why you do not cooperate with demons. And, and listen, I, I don't like coming out against President Trump. If President Trump runs for president, I'm voting for I love President Trump. And I'm not saying that so some of you don't get mad at me. I don't, I don't care if people get mad at me. Like I say at my church all the time, my ship has sailed. My ship has sailed. Where I stand is where I stand. President Trump lost the presidency because of his COVID response period, because he allowed a fraudulent election to be a response to a 99.9% survivable virus. In other words, people wouldn't vote in person. So it opened the door to mass fraud, which cost him the presidency. He's the greatest president of my lifetime. He did not do great on debt, and he absolutely atomic bombed himself when it comes to COVID-19. And he's blowing it right now. He, even when President Trump talks sometimes, he's like, well, I know my supporters don't really agree with me on this. It's not whether we agree with you or not when it comes to the vaccines, President Trump. It's that we're reading the data. People are dropping dead all over the globe. You can't keep saying this is a great thing and that you saved hundreds of millions of lives. Hundreds of millions of lives from what? A 99.9% survival virus? I mean, come on. And he said, listen, Alex Jones is completely and totally right. And he needs to, as Alex Jones says, decouple himself from his vaccine narrative. Now I want to talk about, and I've, I've kind of separated this show out into a couple different segments, all working around an, a, a specific segment, which I call the cabal, the worldwide leftist authoritarian cabal. Authoritarianism, let me make sure you understand, that will never apply to them. And speaking of demons, let's hop right into the chief advisor for Klaus Schwab in the World Economic Forum, Noah Yuval Harari, straight from his mouth, the biggest question, here it is, the biggest question in econ- econ- economics and politics in the coming decades will be what to do with all the useless people. Play for me, Tommy. In the Industrial Revolution of the 19th century, what humanity basically learned to produce was all kinds of stuff like textiles and shoes and weapons and and vehicles. And this was enough for very few countries that underwent the revolution fast enough to subjugate everybody else. What we're talking about now is like a second industrial revolution 
but the product this time will not be textiles or machines or vehicles or even weapons. The product this time will be humans themselves. We are basically learning to produce bodies and minds. Bodies and minds are going to be, the, I think, the two main products of the next wave of all these uh, uh, changes. And if there is a gap between those that know to produce bodies and minds and those that do not, then this is far greater than anything we saw before in, in history. And this time, if you're not part of the revolution fast enough, then you probably become, become extinct. Once you know how to produce bodies and brains and minds, so cheap labor in Africa or South Asia or wherever, it, it simply counts for nothing. And again, I think that the biggest question, in, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decades, will be what to do with all these useless people. I don't think we have an economic model to, for that. My best guess, which is just a guess, is that uh, food will not be a problem. Uh, with th that kind of technology, you will be able to produce food for, to feed everybody. The problem is more uh, boredom and how, what to do with them and how will they find some sense of meaning in life when they are basically uh, meaningless, worthless. My best guess at present is a combination of drugs and computer games. Do you hear this? Now you need to understand this man influences Joe Biden. This man influences the Democratic Party. Justin, jo Joe Biden has flown countless times to the World Economic Forum where this man is being useless people. So useless that we have to figure out what to do with them and they call us a racist. And the answer is computer games and drugs. That's who these people are. Justin Trudeau is a member of the World Economic Forum. Voldemar Zelensky is a member of the World Economic Forum, influenced by this man. That's why Voldemar Zelensky doesn't care about the thousands upon thousands upon thousands of Ukrainians that are dying in his war that he caused. Yet in conjunction with Vladimir Putin, for sure. Vladimir Putin, member, World Economic Forum. Voldemar Zelensky right now reaching out to the CCP for their Belt and Road Initiative billion dollar handout. And it's funny because China is allies with Russia, the very person, the very country that Voldemar Zelensky is fighting. So could it be that they're all in this together to once again control the world's food supply because you have a major wheat producer and a major, major uh, uh, fertilizer producer along with a major fuel producer now all coming under the auspices of the World Economic Forum. Xi's World Economic Forum, Zelensky's World Economic Forum, Putin's World Economic Forum, and you're dealing with fuel, food shortages right now. Weird how it all works, isn't it? Because the whole goal is to cordon off food so that they control all the food. Cordon off fuel so that they control all the fuel. All the fuel. So that you have to come to them for that. That's why they don't want small businesses and small farms. That's why you have a small farm right now in America being routinely raided by the feds. So they're operating completely and totally uh, legally. It's a food club. They don't come under FDA rules. There shouldn't even be any FDA rules when it comes to food. Now you got to keep people safe. No, if you're, if you're an adult and you have a family, keep your family safe. If you're an adult and you choose to eat something, that's you. That's on you. And the FDA doesn't do anything but make people morbidly obese anyway 
because they're all they're all about lowering the earth's population let's make them morbidly obese so they die of covid if they don't die of covid we'll give them remdesivir and then they'll die of remdesivir if they don't die of covid we'll give them the vaccine so they'll die of the vaccine if they, and that's if we don't abort you before you're born to the tune of 41.2 million abortions per year worldwide. That's all that's all this about. And you can see that's what it's about. Look at how you look at how Harari talks. Useless people. I'm just curious who feeds that little dwarf? Who builds the cars that he's gonna drive around in? The private after he kills off half the earth's population, and he's gotta go fly around to the Caribbean and the Mediterranean for his vacation after his vacation from his vacation and his private jet because he doesn't really believe in climate change. He just he believes that he climate change is simply a vehicle for him to usher in authoritarianism. That's all that it is. Worldwide totalitarianism controlled by the bourgeois leftist elitist. That's all that this is about. That's all COVID has been about. You're like, "Well, people are starting to come out right now and say that they're wrong." That's because they have to. It's just a it's just a push pull, a synergistic tension. It's an illusion so that you think things are being done in your favor. It may slow down the agenda. The synergistic pressure may slow down the agenda, but the agenda is still moving forward. And and they they give you an illusion that you have right-wingers fighting for you. But all the while, and you you think, well, it did slow down during Trump. It just slowed down during Trump. Went $6 trillion in debt under Trump. He couldn't do it alone. Because Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell, both leaders of the Senate and House, respectively, Speaker of the House, Leader of the Senate, were fighting against them the whole time, maintenancing the synergistic pressure so that they are, and they're all actually leftists. There may be people that are extreme leftists, but they're all leftists. And they put out the illusion that they're fighting for you all the while advancing the agenda. Because if they don't give you the illusion, You'll get them unelected and put conservatives in there. So they have to oh, look at us. We put it. We put it in conservative judges. A lot of those conservative judges have gone against one six uh, defendants, people that little whether they committed crimes or not. One six. A lot of people in one six prison right now. The one six gulag, the D.C. Metro Jail, headed up by Muriel Bowser, globalist leftist World Economic Forum hack that she is, crying out right now. For, na- for National Guard troops because she gets a busload every day of illegal immigrants. A lot of those buses, I mean, a lot of those illegal immigrants, I mean, going off task here, the defendants in the 1-6 jail didn't even know they were committing crimes. But yet they're held in a gulag, a gulag-style prison right now. And a lot of them, they took, who took down the barriers? The first barrier to be taken down was by Ray Epps. And you just need to know that this is what, then those Trump judges or Bush judges are the ones keeping them in jail. But you believe that these are right-wing judges. They're not. They're left-wing judges masquerading as right-wing judges. They may not be as leftist as Ilhan Omar, but they're close. And they're all issuing, they're all just ushering forward what they consider to be a wisdom-based, a reasonable, you know, just common sense gun laws that John Cornyn, senator of Texas, signs up for just bends over and spreads them wide for chucky schumer and nancy pelosi to ram legislation like a turkey baster right up his rectum john cornyn's a concern he's not a conservative but yet right now he's speaking against funny because right now he's speaking against illegal immigration he does nothing about 
It's so that you think that he's doing something about it as the illegal immigration agenda, which is a World Economic Forum agenda, is pushed forward to flood the zone with illegal immigrants who have no heritage connection to the United States or any country that they illegally immigrate into so that they'll be easily globally controlled. It's supposed to be a back. This is good. It's all part of the cabal. Here's lifenews.com. These people hate people. Think Fauci's just about your health. Francis Collins, alleged, you know, the head of the the head of the NIH, allegedly a evangelical Christian, just like Scott Morrison from Australia, COVID totalitarian, is an evangelical Christian. No. But Anthony Fauci, he's just the number one epidemiologist and number one medical advisor to the president. No, he's, he's a pro-abortion, animal-abusing hack. Right now, you can go up online. You can actually go online right now, and you can adopt the very beagles that he was going to do medical experiments on, where he knocks them out, puts a bag around their head, and puts sand fleas in there, and they bite the animals to death. For what? We're going to discover that it takes... Oh, you know, we thought that it only took, you know, 4.7 billion sand flea bites to kill you. And we were wrong. It's 4.75 billion. Thank you, animals, for your help. That's who Anthony Fauci is. He's a monster. He's a demon. Talk to Judy Mikovits about who this man really is. A lying, manipulative, bureaucratic idiot. That's who he is. Fauci has been the biggest funder of research with aborted baby parts. Strange, isn't it? Because he is a novel Harari Yavel. No, I combined his first and second name. Novel Yavel Harari's sycophant. He's a, Anthony Fauci is a World Economic Forum stooge. Anthony Fauci doesn't understand the difference between the CCP and science. He thinks that you have an independent lab, the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which he doesn't think. He just puts on, he puts out, you know, that, that veneer that he thinks that it's that way. He's not. The illusion that he thinks that way. He knows, he knows who he's given all that gain-of-function money to and all that gain-of-function, not just money that he gave. He gave gain-of-function technology through Ralph Barrick in, the, in UNC, through EcoHealth Alliance and Peter Dasse. Gave, gave the Wuhan Institute of Virology gain-of-function technology, not just, gain, not just money to do gain-of-function research. But this is who the man is. He actually is the biggest funder of research on aborted baby parts. You want, you, you want, it's a funny how these people, again, it's just projection. They project onto you that which they are. They call us Nazis all the time. Before it was called the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, this is what their foundation was called. Play it for me. In 1998, Dr. Zabin became the founding director of the Bill and Melinda Gates Institute for Population Control with a mission to help developing countries create their own reproductive health policies and programs. Here, what was it called? The what of population control? Did you catch that? Or just rewind and play again. I want to make sure I get that name right. Oh, there you go. Put that on the screen, Tom. Can you flip it over? Just let everybody see. Oh, perfect. There we go. The Bill and Melinda Gates Institute for Population Control. That was the name of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. I wonder why they changed it. Strange, isn't it? Because Bill, Bill, Bill Gates has said in public at the TED Talk that he wants to lower the Earth's population through immunizing people. How do you lower populations through life-saving immunizations? How's that happen? I don't know. Because they're not life-saving, but as you've heard me say a million times, the World Health Organization had to admit publicly that there were sterilizing agents inside of the polio vaccinations that they were unleashing upon India. 
So all these people can't have people. These people can't have people. Because people like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation hate humanity. And by the way, it's all founded in lies, too. Just so you know, lifenews.com tweet, claim women will die if abortions are banned. So let's, let's do the calculations. Fact, Texas has banned abortions for 357 days, eight days shy of a year. They've been banned. Oklahoma's banned abortions for 91 days, and several states have banned abortions now for 61 days. 0.0 women have died because of it. See, everything they, everything they do, every legislative item, every agenda item, every narrative principle that they have, the globalist left, and when it's easy just to summarize it inside of America, the Democratic Party, everything they do, everything they say is based in lies. So you ban abortions for a year in Texas, that should be hundreds of women dying because they can't get abortions. Hundreds of women should be dying, and not one has died. Not one. It's all based in lies. They just want, they say that they want to allow women to have abortions to save women's lives. Get this now. Get get the duplicitous nature of this. They say they want to allow women to have abortions so that they save women's lives while they kill women in the womb. 50% of all abortions are women. So while they say they want to save women's lives, they're killing them in the womb. So then they say, you know, we want to save women's lives because we don't want them to have back alley abortions. But there are no back back alley abortions. Oh, Tom, there has been a few. Very few. Roe v. Wade was passed uh, based on, of course, because their entire agenda is lies, Roe v. Wade, overturned now, was based on six lies. One of those lies is that there was hundreds of thousands of back alley abortions. They couldn't find basically statistically any. It's based in lies. It's the same thing now. You would have women dead in the streets from their back alley abortions. Not to mention, you can just drive out of Texas to whatever neighboring states you want. You got a globalist, leftist, baby butchering, loving hack as the, as the governor of New Mexico driving to New Mexico and kill your baby. That's who these people are. And then all the Christians line up to take their medical advice and their vaccines. Same people, Rochelle Walensky, Anthony Fauci, Hillary supporters, Obama supporters, and then you take their vaccine. Amazing to me. And this is what Donald Trump fell for too. Albert Borla, World Economic Forum member, CEO of Pfizer. Moderna partners with the NIH. There, all that money is being shared between the NIH, patent holders inside the NIH, and Moderna. Moderna building a factory right now in Victoria, Australia. Oh, under Albanese and Dan Andrews glorying in the fact that, you know what? We got a permanent now. COVID cycle, perpetuating COVID problem because the vaccines give you ADE so you can't fight off COVID. So you build a factory that can continue, me- continue to medicate that which they cause. This is what it's all about. Controlling you, leveraging you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point, a vaccine passport, a common pass, a green pass, which are already named inside of the European Union in Israel right now, Israel's green pass. 
uh, the CCP, China's Green Pass, name the same thing, Israel and China's COVID Pass, you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without it, is both, in both countries, it's called the Green Pass. European Union is called a vaccine passport. In New York, it's called an Excelsior Pass. Can't buy, sell, trade, or travel. In, 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 in uh, Canada, it's called a RiveCan. Can't get into Canada without a RiveCan app on your phone. Or you go to 14 days of quarantine, forced, whether you're vaxxed or not. Well, no, I'm double vaxxed. Doesn't matter. I'm triple vaxxed. Doesn't matter. Quadruple vaxxed. Doesn't matter. You don't have that app where they can track you. What's that got to do with your health? It has nothing to do with your health. It has to do with preventing you from accessing services so that they leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point where they can cut that access off anytime they want. You don't vote right. You don't act right. You use too much of this. You use too much of that. You write the wrong thing. You post the wrong thing. Your resources are cut off. That's why they want you to have an electric car so that your fuel system is actually centralized at some sort of utility company that's trying to get a high ESG short ESG score or their finances will be cut. So that's what it's all about. He causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Revelation 13, 16 and 17. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. Second Thessalonians chapter two, three through eight. We are the restraining. You must stand now. There won't be standing later when you don't have the ability to go to a gas station. You won't have the ability to buy fuel without a singular, because it's a one world commerce system with a singular access point. It's what it's been about from day one. It's what it's been about from day one. Am I at the post-millennial video? All right, just so you know what's going on in Canada. And as you have, I'm, I'm talking about basically most of Europe now has outlawed vaccinating people especially young, very young people, anybody under the age of 12. Many, out, the Moderna vaccination has basically been outlawed for anybody under the age of 18 in all of Europe. But look at what Canada is doing. Play it for me. Today, Health Canada authorized the 10 microgram Pfizer-BioNTech Comminati COVID-19 vaccine for use as a booster dose in children aged 5 to 11 years. And NACI released a national guidance for its use in Canada. This booster dose provides a great option to restore protection for this age group, especially for those who are at high risk of severe illness. Specifically, NACI recommends that children 5 to 11 years of age who have an underlying medical condition that places them at high risk of severe illness due to COVID-19, including children who are immunocompromised, should, should be offered a first booster dose of the 10 microgram Pfizer-BioNTech-Cominati COVID-19 vaccine at least six months after completion of a primary series. For all other children in this age group, NACI recommends the 10... So while they're... Now, remember, always remember, go back to the beginning of COVID and the the, the study that you've heard me mention and go over at length, really mentioning doesn't cover it, but I've, I've been talking about the Axe Lionitis study now for the last two and a half years. Why would you ever vaccinate a child for a virus that they have a 99.997% post-infection survival rate? 
Why would you vaccinate them? They're seven to 20 times more likely to die of the flu. And there's no, I mean, you're going to vaccinate a six-month-old against COVID? They don't catch COVID. They're not a vector of COVID. They're not hospitalized. From COVID. Remember, they have not yet around the world, specifically in the United States, so I can't speak for the rest of the world, but in the United States, they have yet to be able to determine that they have found one, I repeat, one healthy child that's died of COVID. Not one. I just had, I, they, my staff was looking up, what's it called now? The Bill and Melinda Gates Institute for Population and Reproductive Health celebrates 20 years. Oh, wow, you can scroll it even side by side now. This is awesome. The vision and the beginning. Keep scrolling, Aaron. I just like to read the, the able scholars and strategic leaders. Flip it. Keep going. Transformative new director. Keep going. Just want you to see it. You can all, Global Centers for Excellence. And my, my son, Tommy, over here to my right, he told me that if you look up where a lot of their headquarters are, you got like in Ghana, in Uganda, you know, where they can just do human experimentations like the Nazis that they are without anybody, without anybody holding them accountable. It's everything you're like, you can bring it back to me. You, it's just like, no, they would never do it. Really? Bill Gates isn't even allowed in India. Why isn't Bill Gates allowed in India? He's ba- he was basically expelled from India because he paralyzed 496,000 Indian children. That, you know, that's, that's all fact, by the way. And MSNBC, Lawrence O'Donnell and, and all the rest of them will have Bill Gates come on as some sort of expert. Why don't you bring up the facts that he, fact that he paralyzed 496,000 children? Why don't you bring up the facts that we're having a polio outbreak right now? Why is there a polio outbreak? Because it's a mutated version from people who are vaccinated against Bill, using Bill Gates' polio vaccines. So the new polio outbreak is from a mutated version coming out of the vaccine. Facts. That's the truth. That's, by the way, you can Google that right now. I don't like to use the word Google, but I can't use DuckDuckGo anymore because they went communist. You Google it right now. They publicly are admitting it. The polio strain was vaccine-induced. Came from the vaccine. Again, it's perfect, though, because it'll kill more people, which is exactly what they want. You want to see the idiocy of it all? I just had to throw this out. I don't know why I'm going to let this video play, but it's just funny. And remember, these people, Bill and Melinda Gates, Bill, Bill and Melinda Gates, their population control foundation which they now call the bill and melinda gates Foundation. they have an arm of population control they just renamed it something else these people are all partners with the with the chinese academy of sciences the wuhan institute of virology anthony fauci made sure that he backdoored through backdoor channels funding peter dasek and the eco health alliance to send millions of dollars over to the wuhan institute of virology for gain-of-function research and gain-of-function research technology uh, trans, transference over to them as well as just cooperating with gain-of-function research specifically on coronaviruses from bats but that's all just coincidence that's what they tell you all the time while Anthony Fauci is still never publicly admitted that it's a manufactured virus even though the redacted versions of emails from his staff members said that you know what this looks like a man-made virus but they just, you know, again all just coincidence all just coincidence but I want you to see how stupid these people are now remember something China has executed 500 million people. You have the the, the CCP. You understand the difference in China. Most of China is not the CCP. Most of China is held hostage by the CCP. The Chinese population is called Lao Beijing. Listen to Steve Bannon. It's the Lao Beijing. They're actually innocent people that live in stark terror. 
that they will be executed if they do not do or they will be deported. I mean, just, you know, sent off to some gulag somewhere. The Chinese version of Siberia somewhere disappear really is, is the main, you know, you have a, you have a tennis player alleged rape and she disappears. Strange, isn't it? So they're scared. They live in stark terror of that. Most of China is the Lao Beijing. If we would actually handle China correctly, instead of bootlicking them and butt kissing them like Trump was doing, we would empower because China's going down. Their real estate market has collapsed. Their banking is collapsed. They have tanks outside of banks. Yeah, that's a nice little poem rhyme right there. Tanks outside of banks right now because the government has seized everybody's bank accounts. That's how people live in China. But they allegedly care so much. I want you to see the illusion. They allegedly care. Now, they've executed 500 million people via abortions and just outright executions. They have a national shortage of women because they've executed all their women, which shows you the stupidity. Remember, these people are zealous, but they're stupid. It's just like somebody saying, why do I need oil companies if I have a gas station? Why do I need farmers if I have a supermarket? That's how stupid globalist, socialist, communists are. They're stupid. So they go, you know what? We're going to eliminate women because they're not, that women aren't going to be a part of our army. Okay, who's going to create your soldiers, numb nuts? How are you going to create more men without women, idiots? So now they have a major women shortage inside of China. They're having to import them from North Korea because there's nobody to marry. There's nobody to create. And th- that's, that's the status of China right now. That, that, that's, the, that's the status that they're in. That's the state of China right now. And allegedly, they say, after executing 500 million of their people, a lot of them women, they allegedly care so much about your health that they do this. Play it for me, Tommy. See, it just shows you the nonsensical, illogical response. Again, as you hear me say all the time on this podcast, if it is nonsensical, if it is illogical, if your agenda and your narrative 
is nonsensical analogical. That means it's probably evil. And here's the thing. And not and and definitely nefarious. That means you have an ulterior motive of some sort. So why is it that if you're a country that kills off its own population to tune of hundreds of million, that you're swabbing live and dead fish for COVID? It's because it has nothing to do with the health of your people. It has to do with controlling the food market and controlling people. That's all that this has been about. And just a strange coincidence. What's the name of the bill? Okay, I want to show you this now. This is Public Health Agency, Teresa Tam, Public Health Director for Canada. And I'm going to be called a racist for this. But isn't it strange that she's Chinese? It's just, it's strange, isn't it? Because then you've got the head of the Bill Melinda Gates Population Control Foundation, which is called what, guys? Do you have that name? Uh, Population and Reproductive Health Health Institute, something along those lines. And look who's now is the new innovative leader for the Population Control Center for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. It's just strange, isn't it? I mean, I again, racist, racist. Right? You can call me racist all you want. I'm just showing you who they are. It's just very strange, isn't it? That the number one killer of humanity on the globe, everybody pales in comparison to Mao Zedong, Xi Jinping, and all the leaders of China executing to the tune of hundreds of millions of Lao Beijing Chinese people It's funny how a Chinese person is in charge of the health in Canada, which is total COVID totalitarianism, which wants to emulate the social credit system in China. And again, who did did Justin, Justin Trudeau say that he admires the most? China. He admires their ability through their communist system to enact their agenda items quickly. That's who he admires the most is China. And it's very strange this health director is Chinese. Very strange that the Bill and Melinda Gates population reduction wing of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is also Chinese. And it's funny that everybody wants to emulate the Chinese system as you have a Rive can in in Canada. And if you listen to Anthony Fauci's interviews right now, he's not walking anything back. He's saying, you know what? I wish we would have locked down more severely like China. Everybody, everybody, everybody wants to emulate China. You know what's funny about China, though? It's weird because, you know, China can't afford to kill any more people right now. It's why you won't see a war in the next couple of years. They can't afford to kill anybody. Plus, Xi Jinping has got to be instituted as permanent, uh, permanent leader of China. I don't remember what his title is. Prime Minister, whatever it is. So... He, there's a summit coming up where he can be instituted as the uh, permanent uh, leader of China. I wish I had the names right. I should have written them down. But permanent leader of China, like Mao Zedong was. You have to, you have to work through the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, to get to that level. He has rivals. He can't afford a war right now. They can't kill off too many people right now. So it's funny that China has not immunized I don't even want to use the word immunized because they're not creating immunities. They're not uh, uh, giving anybody any, any sort of immunity to anything. So it's not really an immunization. However, China has not vaccinated one single person in their country with an mRNA vaccination. Strange, isn't it? 
Because they can't afford, they don't want to die. They certainly want the rest of the world to die so they can take over. Who's CCP in lockstep with? Who loves the CCP? And who does the CCP love? The World Economic Forum who also wants to lower the Earth's population. China doesn't want to lower theirs right now because they need a giant army, giant navy. They don't want to lower it now, but they certainly want to lower it with everybody else while they, while, while, while they released the alpha variant of COVID-19 at the World Military Games that strangely took place in Wuhan, China in December of, 20, of 2019. Strange, isn't it? As you had Bill and Melinda, get the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the CCP, and the World Economic Forum all cooperating to put together Event 201 in October of 2019, two months before the release of the virus in Wuhan, China at the World Military Games. Strange, isn't how it all works together? You have the CCP who wants to lower their world, world's population, working with the World Economic Forum, who wants to lower the Earth's population, working with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, who wants to lower the Earth's population, maybe for all different reasons, but all working together. Strange, isn't it? And here's the thing. A lot of countries, and you know, to this day, you'll hear liberals tout, and liberal is not really the right word, authoritarian leftists, really. Liberal is just easier to say. I'll just say authoritarians maybe for now on. You'll hear the leftist authoritarians constantly say that, you know what, we wish we could have done what China did. Now, I want to just show you this video. It's sort of, it appears to be off topic. But what it does is it actually sets the precedent of how the Chinese government and now because of what the Chinese government has unleashed and enacted upon their own population, the callous nature of how they think about one another, of how little they think of other human beings. Look at this video. It's one of the most stunning videos I've ever seen. Play it for me. This is what authoritarianism, this is what authoritarian leftism, this is what the Democratic Party, this is what abortion brings on. A callous response, a callous nature towards your fellow human beings. 
a callous conscience. She laid there for, I don't know, it's got to be over a minute, right? She laid there. Look at all the guys. Where are the men? Did, ever, did your nuts drop off? Why is nobody trying to help this? I don't care. There's comments on that she's trying to commit suicide. It doesn't matter. You go in there and at least drag her off the road, but they don't care. Because they've been brainwashed. They've been brainwashed. They've been taught by, by years of indoctrination to not care about another human being. That's the left. They'll, t- they'll call us Nazis. And, and by the way, Nazis were socialists. How am I a Nazi as a federalist, as a capitalist, as a pro-life conservative? How am I a Nazi? The only people killing people are the totalitarian left. And that is the end result. That video is the end result. That's happening now. Why don't they all watch an abortion? Why don't you watch an abortion and see if you're pro-choice afterwards? That's what it ushers in, is a callous nature, a callous conscience towards other people. That's all the left does. Not one leftist, communist, socialist ideology has ever ended in anything else but mass death. Just like that one, and just just like it will happen in the United States if we do not restrain these evil satanic people. All right, Bernie's tweets, tweet. Is that where I'm at? Good. Now we're on to cabal economics. That was cabal humanity. Now we're on cabal economics. Wondering what this is all about? This is how digital ID, this is how it starts. Pakistan's interior minister. Oh, it's all right. Pakistan's a third world country. Uh, ah, no, they're not. They're first world. They are a nuclear power. They can deliver a nuclear missile now. And so can their neighbor, India, by the way. Pakistan's interior minister has warned supporters of Imran Khan will have their biometric identity cards blocked and therefore be unable to operate their bank accounts. Very strange. So they've warned the supporters of a politician that if they go out and they protest, they will have their biometric identity. Because you even know there was biometric cards in Pakistan? I didn't. There is. By the way, that's all of Ukraine. There is no cash. Ukraine is already cashless. Read your Bible. Well, it seems like Pakistan is at least heading that way, if not already there. But if they go out and they support a specific politician, their biometric identity cards, where they can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without it, will be blocked. That's the plan. It's been the plan from day one. It was never about, you, you, you think about it. I digress for just a moment back into COVID because COVID was a simple vehicle. It's not the end game. Cordoning off fuel, fuel, it's always hard for me to say food and fuel in the same sentence. Cording, cordoning off food and fuel is part of it. The vaccines are part of it. You, you, look, at, you look at EUAs, emergency use authorizations, right? So in order to get an emergency use authorization, you cannot have a viable treatment for that which you're trying to vaccinate against. So in other words, you can't have hydroxychloroquine. You cannot have ivermectin or monoclonal therapies. You can't have it because if you have a comparable, viable option to the vaccine, you can still create the vaccine. You just can't get an emergency use authorization. See it? 
So that so it was never ever about your health. Because it has been shown the affects of ivermectin, basically at early treatment ivermectin, early treatment hydroxychloroquine, any time of treatment, monoclonal therapies, saves 80 to 100% of all patients. That was all cast aside. Cast aside for the vaccines. Why? So they get their EUA. But even that, it's not about getting their EUA. It's about getting to the vaccine passport. You can't get to the vaccine passport without the emergency use authorization. And remember something, the military in our country is being illegally vaccinated, and that means every single person that's been kicked out of the military has been illegally kicked out of the military because not one of them has received an FDA-approved vaccination. The only FDA-approved vaccination is comarity, and not one soldier, not one soldier has received comarity. Not one person in the United States has received comarity outside of the trial group. That's it. That's who these people are. It's nothing to do with your health. There was viable, way better ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, monoclonal therapies, way better than the vaccines. Way better, way better, way better, way better. Don't kill anybody ever, ever. But because you can't get the EUA, if you have a viable option to that vaccine, they were all cast aside. That was the point of it all. And that point of it all, after the, that was the, the, the point of casting them all aside is to get the EUA, but the EUA was not the end game. The EUA was to usher in vaccine passports because it's the Antichrist spirit. Antichrist spirit is behind taking your guns. The Antichrist spirit is behind defunding the police. They take your guns and they defund the people that are going to come protect you because you have no guns. The transgender agenda, homosexual marriage, and the radical homosexual agenda, antichrist spirit, world economic forum, depopulation, antichrist spirit, world economic forum agenda of vaccine passports, Antichrist agenda out of Revelation 13 and 14. It's all the exact same spirit that you and I as Christians are supposed to be restraining out of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. You can't cooperate and restrain at the same time. So all of these things that I just mentioned, all the Christians are against except for their COVID response and lined up to take their vaccines. The same spirit's running it all, folks. And a lot of you, well, we've woken up, we've woken up. But you've never come out and said you were wrong to begin with. So the door is still open. The door is still open because you have never said yes like you're supposed to say yes. And you've never said no like you're supposed to say no. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. For whatever is more than these is from the evil one. You need to come out. This is what this is what Alex Jones was saying to Donald Trump. You need to come out and just disavow everything that you've done. I was wrong to get vaccinated. I was wrong to quarantine. I was wrong to mask. You're supposed to do all of those things. Dan Bongino just came out. I love Dan Bongino. He's one of the people that I follow. I mean, heavily followed. I listen to basically everything he puts out on his on his iHeartRadio, on his on his podcast. Him and Steve Bannon are the people that I listen to the most, and I follow many other people too. But I listen to them the most. Dan Bongino came out and said it's the greatest regret of greatest regret of his life is that he took the vaccine. He was scared because he was recovering from cancer, or maybe even was in the midst of cancer treatments, 
And he fell prey. He fell prey to the propaganda. He fell prey to the lies. That's what you do, though, is do what Dan Bongino did. You come out and say, you know what? I was wrong. Anybody can contact him. I have to send him an email. I want to pray over him. I want to lay, I don't want anything from him. Nobody has to ever know. I just want to leach that vaccine out of his body in Jesus' mighty name. I really do. All right, back to back to where we're at. So it's talking about Pakistan. You go out and you protest against a non-approved politician. You get your digital identity card cut. In other words, your vaccine passport, whatever you want to call it, green card, common pass, whatever it is, Excelsior Pass, it gets cut. So you can't go to Walmart then. Can't pay your electric bill. Can't get on a bus. Can't go to work because you went to the wrong protest. That's already happening in Pakistan. Here's a little, here's a little article to back it up. From Emron uh, Mukhtar. Hecklers and harassers may find themselves in hot water soon. Islamabad, Pakistan. Hecklers and harassers are likely to find... Now, what? Now again, you're like, it should happen. Is there a heckler and a harasser? Well, okay, define heckler. How many times have you gone... How many, how many videos have you seen of Ben Shapiro and Matt Walsh being heckled at, while they speak at universities? So define heckler and harasser. There's idiots out there like Alex Berenson. Oh, I'm so glad that Alex Jones is being crushed because of what he said. Okay, Alex, that will come for you. I love what you say about vaccines, but it'll come for you too, Bal. It already has. You won your little lawsuit against Twitter uh, uh, for now, bud. You don't think that your totalitarianism, totalitarianism will turn on you? You unleash totalitarianism. It's like buying a box of rabbits. You're going to have a whole lot more rabbits. And you initially thought they were cuddly and cute, didn't you? So define heckler and harasser. What does it mean to harass? Saying that you're against something? Making somebody uncomfortable because you're against something? Now you're an harasser or a heckler? Hecklers and harassers are likely to find themselves in hot water soon as they may get their national identity cards blocked. No buy, sell, trade, or travel. And will soon be unable to operate their bank accounts. You know, it's a little difficult. I just, you know, this little pointer here from a from an, uh, an economist, an, an economical expert here. You know, it's difficult to buy anything without your bank. You know, it's, it's actually really hard to buy anything without money. And to have your bank account frozen, how are you going to pay your electric bill? It's cold in certain parts of Afghanistan. How are you going to buy food? They have their bank accounts frozen. will be unable to operate their bank accounts after a recent warning issued by Interior Minister Rana whatever, Rana Khan, to the opposition PTI. So here we are. How different are we? We're no different. We have, a, we have a veneer. We have an illusion of being up side by side that. Here's the protesters that they're trying to shut down. Just a few people out there. You know, just a couple people. They just don't want these people out. So all these people in this video are under the threat of having their digital ID cards cut so they can't, they can't access their bank accounts because they're showing up at this protest. Well, that would never happen in America. Oh, really? We just had the current administration raid the prior administration. You can bring it back to me. Steve Bannon's been arrested. Uh, Rudy Giuliani's been raided. Peter Navarro's been arrested. Uh, Project Veritas has been raided. Am I missing any? You guys can think. Oh, General Flynn was arrested. Roger Stone was arrested. Strange, isn't it? Where, where's the, where's the arrest, where are the arrests on the left? Uh, where, where, where are the arrests for drone striking and killing 10 people in one day? 
for because they were carrying munitions that were actually water bottles. Where's where's that? Where 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 where, where where's the trial? Where's where's the prosecution? Where's the litigation? Litigate, prosecute. How does Steve Bannon say it? Litigate. I can't remember. Investigate, litigate, uh, incarcerate. Investigate, litigate, litigate, uh, incarcerate. That's what needs. Where's that on the left? Nowhere. We're already Pakistan. We might as well. We might as well rename our capital Islamabad. Right now. That's where we're at. You have a rogue FBI, which is nothing more than the Gestapo for the Democratic Party. All recent polls are showing more than half, most of 76% of Republicans. I think it was 39% of Democrats, 58% of independents believe that the FBI is nothing more than the brown shirt Gestapo for the Democratic Party. That's where we're at right now. That's why you, you're like, what does masking have to do with it? What, what, is, what is locking down? Because it shows that you're a spineless coward. That you will just collaborate and cooperate at the drop of a dime with absolutely no information that supports any of those mitigations or actions. You'll just do it because you're told to, because you're afraid of the societal consequences of saying no. They'll call me anti-science. They'll call me a grandma killer. They'll call me somebody who lacks compassion. Yeah, but tell me, tell me specifically, describe to me how a mask blocks blocks a virus. Explain to me how the vaccine stops transmission or infection, which we all now know that it doesn't. It never has. All right, where am I at? Let's see. Pelham video? Oh, that's right. We don't even play that one. All right, Connor, uh, Connor tweet. Ireland, here it is. Ireland launched a campaign against greedy landlords with rent control. See, again, this is the cabal cordoning off everything. So I, I haven't even talked about land yet. I haven't talked about houses yet. I've talked about, of course, them leveraging you into, into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point. You want an apartment? No problem. Get your common pass that we can cut at any time we want, like they're doing in Pakistan right now. It's, it, it's already happening in Ukraine. By the way, all of China, 1.2 billion people are on their digital so their social social credit system, their digital banking system, their digital finance, all wrapped into one. We'll call it their Green Pass because that's what it is. Same name as the one in Israel. They all have their Green Pass. Where if you don't, they, you know, and everything's videoed now. You're tracked. You have a track. You're tra- you obviously have a tracking app on your phone. You go into you know a store where maybe they sell porn. You lose points. Well, you, you should be for that, Tom, because you're a pastor. No, I, I, it is for freedom that Christ says for, yeah, people go to hell for porn. You're, you're watching porn right now. You're going to die and go to hell for it unless you repent. So everybody's clear, right? But what it is is free. You go into a store that, you know what, has some capitalist leanings in Shanghai, let's say. That's why they locked down Shanghai. In lockdown Shanghai because of a COVID outbreak. They locked down Shanghai because it's really the last bastion, a, a, a last Hong Kong, so to speak, inside of China. That's why they locked it down so they could control them. It had nothing to do with COVID. Nothing. None of it has ever had anything to do with your health. Nothing is, not one measure has had anything to do with you preventing, had anything to do with preventing you from getting COVID. Nothing. Not one thing. 
It's all been about this. Back to Ireland. Ireland launched a campaign against greedy landlords with rent control. Greedy landlords. Do you realize right now, I know I keep digressing. Do you realize that right now in the United States, I can't remember the stats. I listened to it on Bannon last night with Peter Navarro talking, Steve Cortez talking. I can't remember the stat. It is a huge amount of Americans who are behind in rent right now and behind in electric bills. We just pulled the largest amount of credit cards and credit card debt since 2007, this year, right now. And you'll hear all of the blue check marks on Twitter, leftist, globalist, Democratic Party members talking about how great the economy is. No, it's absolutely, we, we are teetering on the brink of a massive recession slash depression. Teetering on the brink of it. But it's all on purpose. It's all on purpose, which I can't get into right now. I'll focus on this. Ireland launched a campaign against greedy landlords with rent control. The same thing that they did. What, what's happened, what happened with COVID? People couldn't pay their bills. Why couldn't they pay their bills? Because they were told that there's this existential threat looming in the air and on any surface that you could catch. So you can't go to work, right? So people were defaulting on their rent, obviously. But there was a law instituted by the Biden administration that landlords were not allowed to kick people out of their properties. They couldn't kick them out. So because you know, they're greedy. They, so what happened then? So then the landlords default on their, land, on their properties. So then BlackRock comes in and Vanguard comes in and buys them all. There you end up with all of the land all of the property, all of the buildings controlled by a, and all of this, if you ever look at the World Economic Forum's website, it's all about merging together the private and the government. That's what it's all about, is merging governments and, and, and private companies together. That's what it's all about. So you get Vanguard and you, and you get BlackRock controlling all of the properties Leveraging you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point. You don't have an alternative. There is no, no, I'll build my own house. No, but all those companies are controlled too. You can't buy a brick because all the bricks are owned by the government. See, that's what it's all about. You, you, have, to, you have to see the writing on the wall. Ireland launched a campaign against greedy landlords with rent control, 52% tax, no deductions, no evictions. Not allowed to evict. How do, you, how do you collect rent if you're never allowed to evict? They succeeded and landlords left the market in droves. Now there are 716 homes available to rent in the entire country with 150 queued for this one, one bed yesterday. So 150 people lined up for a one bedroom. There it is. 150 people trying to get a one-bedroom apartment. They have nowhere else to go. 150 people. Because now they've been leveraged into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point. That's what it's been about from day one. Last one I'll show you. Florida Research Tweet. This is it. Change in restaurant reservations July 2022 versus pre-pandemic. Minneapolis down 54%. San Francisco down 45%, Portland down 45%, Seattle down 40%, New York down 37%, DC down 27%, Chicago down 22%, Fort Lauderdale. Now those are all the heavy COVID mitigated areas. Now we'll go to the areas that were not heavily COVID mitigated because it's all about control. 
shutting down your access to food so that you have to come to them for the solution, which is a green pass, which is the singular access point to the one world commerce system where they did not heavily COVID mitigate Fort Lauderdale up 34%, Miami up 32.8%, Naples up 25.4%, Tampa up 22%. You know that Miami right now headed by a, by a Republican mayor is basically the only metropolitan area in our country that's seeing crime go down exponentially. It's the only place in the only metropolitan area in the country where crime is going down at all. Their murders have gone from over 300 a year to this year they have had 28. Facts. Because what have they done? They don't defund the police. They've added on. They've refunded the police. They've added police and they cut taxes. Strange how that all works, isn't it? Listen, love you all. Back here, 55 minutes of fury. Saturday night, do not miss it. God bless you. So why give to the TLP? It is for freedom that Christ has set us free, but that's not the end of it. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burned again by a yoke of slavery. We do not gauge our words. We do not hold back. So sow seed to the cause of freedom in victory in Jesus' mighty name. understand as women we are the spirit of the home he's the muscle but we have the spirit there's a, a guy living alone in a home his house looks totally different than somebody it smells different it smells it, it's different. dark it's gloomy there's no furniture there's, there's no light no pots and pans no cups dudes are gross dudes are nasty but then the woman but comes then in. the woman comes and in with a touch just heart. like the holy ghost is in the details room that's why when god spoke something the holy spirit made it happen. That's right. Because he's in the details. He's in the framework of everything. So no matter what's going on in your life, you can find something to be blessed about. Those places maybe in your life where you're at the bottom of the barrel, maybe you felt like you were underneath the barrel and the barrel was on top of you. You can always find something to be grumpy about or you can find something to rejoice about. And it's better to focus on the things that you can rejoice about and that you can be blessed about and thank God for I stand unequivocally on the Word of God, on healing, the Bible, prosperity, the Bible, sin, the Bible, everything, protection, the Bible, church, the Bible.